All right, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. That's right. Now, this is a podcast where we talk about face, uh, issues facing you, issues facing your community, things that are impacting you. Now, we identify these topics by listening to you, you in the barbershop. You talked about it on Saturday in the barbershop, and we're going to talk about it today in our podcast. This is Jay Rod here in Indianapolis in Out the Way Studio with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discussed in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discussed them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. That's right, the real flavor of Barbershop.talk, because we have several, several topics to talk about today. We begin today with breaking news. All right, if you want to call it breaking, I don't know if it's breaking news because it's kind of like old news. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about Donald Trump that's still not conceding to the election. What do you have to say about that, Bill? The election was rigged. It was rigged. I was, you know. Actually, it's not surprising from Donald Trump. We expect this kind of childish and immature behavior from Donald Trump. Uh, but more concerning to me is the Republican elect, uh, elected officials. They have not acknowledged Joe Biden as the president-elect. And, you know, it's one thing that Donald Trump does this stuff, but it's another that these people who are leaders of our country and are letting our democracy uh, be deteriorated in front of the world like this, all because of uh, political favor. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You know, it seems like the GOP or Republican Party just it's had no backbone. What happened to their backbone? They had a surgery. Uh, they had a <laughs> spine, <Surgery>. spine <laughs> removal. Now that that yeah. I, I could get it. I could get it. All right, you had surgery. You know, it, it is a shame. I do have to say that it is a sad day, is that when I used to look at TV and I look at these other countries that have issues about their elections, and they had a lot of protests in the street. And I used to say, my God, we, we're nothing close to that in the United States. But today on the news, they showed a protest. And we look just like the other countries. And I think that, that is disgusting. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you very much. Go ahead. If you're going to say something. Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, Donald Trump is, is trying to turn our democracy into a banana republic. <laughs> what? <laughs> say that again? Yeah, he's trying to turn our democracy into a, a, a banana republic, which is one of those in which... The person in power improperly improperly uses that power to hold on to the office and and you know and violates uh, the democracy and the will of the people. Yeah, I mean it is 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 pretty disgusting. But however, we do have our obligation. Now I do have an obligation, and I think anybody on any type of media platform have an obligation to debunk to debunk some of the fake news. And so that is what we're going to do today. We're going to share the responsibility of debunking some fake news. Are you good with that? Yes, I'm very good with that. All right, so we're going to talk about some facts about the elections. That's right. These are facts about the election. All right, here's the first one. Election election officials follow strict rules when it comes to ballot counting. Now, the reason why that is important, because Donald Trump want to make a Everybody willy-dilly what we're doing in counties ballots. Stop the counting. But in reality, there are strict rules in place by each state 
that govern how ballots will be counted. Yeah, he's putting out a false narrative that there's some kind of improper ballot counting uh, in the states in which he's, the key states that he needs, that he's losing in. And that's just not the case. Every state has strict uh, rules regarding how ballots are to be tabulated. And these rules are governed and followed by state authorities. You are absolutely correct. All right, here it is. This is our next one. It says the difference between final results and initial voting counts are due to it taking several days after the polls close to ensure all votes are counted. Now, the reason why I brought that up because uh, Donald Trump came back and said, hey, I'm the winner, and he did that early, knowing that there's always a difference between the initial count and also the final results. Yeah, and it was really just ridiculous because number one, at the time that he did it, he, he had less than uh, 200 electoral college votes, so that's not enough to win. And he was only leading in some states uh, because uh, of the early voting count that had been tabulated to that point. Mm -hmm. He was in front of those states, so he wanted her to declare victory and say, stop the counting. But that's just not the way our democracy works. And our, our uh, states have always taken several days, if not a couple of weeks, to, to tabulate the total votes in each of these states and have them certified. You're absolutely right. Matter of fact, that was a very long but boring answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My God, could you shorten that up a little bit? Okay, let me try to explain it again and see if I can be a little bit more clear this time. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> it was a bunch of bubbling. Matter of fact, just go ahead and continue with your long answers. That is totally okay. All right. Okay, I'm good with that. All right, so let's go on our next one. My God, that was a bunch of mumbo jumbo right there. All right, here we go. All right, people across political parties successfully voted by mail and early in person. Now, the reason I bring this up is that Donald Trump, your current president, tried to make it appear that uh, voting by mail, early voting is something new. And, and in fact, uh, it has been historically in our history of voting and it has a track record of being trustworthy in the United States. And voter fraud is extremely rare across any voting method. Yeah, it's been a standard practice for several states, including Florida and Arizona. And Donald Trump himself has voted by mail the last three elections. Could you repeat that? Donald Trump himself has voted by mail the last three elections, including this one. So why in the heck is he still crying like a little baby? <laughs> Donna, would you like your bottle? Will you stop all that crying? Well, I'm gonna rattle fits. That is so right. <laughs> all right, okay. You know, I do want to get one more uh, facts about our election: is that the Supreme Court does not decide who wins presidential election. Now, the reason I bring that up because you hear Donald Trump, I'm going to take it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, and that's just another um, misleading and, and and really misunderstanding by Trump of the role of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court decides legal issues that have been, uh, that have worked their way up through the court system to them. They do not decide who wins presidential elections. No, they do not. All the election states are governed by the state. Now, with that being said, I think we have did our duty and our responsibility for providing the truth, and I mean the truth, 
to fax elections. See that 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 was like heaven. Oh, like yeah. we were telling the truth and Donald Trump, but that yeah, should I do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was the truth of the facts about elections. I, I like that. Uh, All right. Yeah, I do so like now that. you know what to tell uh some of these Trumpers about the the election being rigged or whatever and you can address their their fake issues. That's right. Now, uh, Casey, what I'm going to do, I'm going to move to some serious topics. Now, I do understand you realize that the election is serious, but Donald Trump is making it a joke. Uh, but however, these are some serious questions that was said in the barbershop. And I realize you didn't visit the barbershop last Saturday. And so I promise our listeners and I promise our client that we would answer those questions, answer those questions on our podcast. So are you ready? I'm ready. You ready to roll? Let's roll, Jay. All right. All right, now here is the very first question that we talked about in the shop. Have you ever been walking with your wife or your girlfriend and you see a really good looking girl or a beautiful girl and said to yourself, I should have been patient? Uh, my answer is no. Because if I'm with my wife or my girlfriend, to me, that's I'm with someone I consider very beautiful and someone that I love. And so if I see someone that might have some good physical attributes, that doesn't mean it's a person that I would even like, let alone love. So no, a bird in the hand beats two in the bush. Oh my goodness. In fact, I've been knowing Casey for a very long time. And that answer was a little suspect. Now, however, it might have been true, but uh, your history, a little bit suspect. So therefore, I think I'm going to load up my gun and shoot it down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. I'm going to shoot it down. Now, let me tell you why, KC. Okay. Now, no, just let me, okay. No, matter of fact, your answer was beautiful. Okay. It was a very... Beautiful, and I know it was heart, heartfelt answer, and I know it was so true. I was just teasing you right, when I right. said it's your history. But let me tell you what some people in the shop said. Okay. Now, I noticed there was a pattern developed in the shop. And the people in the shop that uh, bring their wives and their girlfriends, or they drop them off, they had an answer so similar to yours, mm -hmm. so similar to yours. But the one that I've never seen them with their wives, they said that they feel that they should have been a little bit more patient. Yeah. So it sounds like they had issues regardless if there was a beautiful girl or not. <laughs> that that might have been true. That might have been true. But so so ladies, if you if you do not drop your significant others off at the shop or bring them to the shop, you should do this. <laughs> and run. <laughs> and run. Because they gave me the wrong answer. All right, okay. So what I'm gonna do. I'm going to bring up another question. All right, are you ready, Casey? Yes. All right, here we go. Here's our second question that came up in the shop. The question is, why isn't there any B batteries, especially since they double up on A's? <laughs> and, and actually, they even triple up on the A's. <laughs> in fact, they did. Yeah. I think it goes uh, double A. Triple well, A? Yeah. Well, I just yeah, yeah, A, double A, 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 A
but no bees. Well, fortunately, uh, I am a battery expert. You are? Yes, I am. I come from a long line of uh, battery enthusiasts. Oh, my goodness. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Tell me about it. Okay. So, actually, about 70, year, 70 years ago, there used to be a bee battery. Oh, my goodness. Yes, there was. But the size uh, and the applications were kind of impractical. So, demand was very weak for it. And as a result, they just phased them out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Is that true? Absolutely not. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> you made it up? Well, it sounded pretty good. You have to go out there for a minute. I thought you actually I don't know, know why there are any B batteries. Yeah, me either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. And I thought you had a great answer, but I guess we just, as a matter of fact, we're just going to flush that answer right down the toilet. Disregarded, listeners, I'm going to flush it down the toilet. My goodness. My goodness. All right, okay, all right, all right. I'm going back to my next question. Here it is. Wait just a second. Now. All right, here's our next question. It says, why does free food taste better than food you paid for? <laughs> that, that is a good one. That all right, that's what I want to know. I want to know why does free food taste better than food that you pay for? <laughs> well, I tell you what. On the surface, I'm gonna say whenever you get something for nothing, you kind of feel good about it, especially if that something is uh uh something meaningful or worthwhile. Uh, I don't know that it's really better food, but because it's not costing you anything, I think you appreciate it more. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, it, it, it does say it. It does say it. It tastes you mean better. I can fill my stomach and keep these last three dollars in my pocket. <laughs> That's right. See, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be truthful about that. I think that. I think that question is really true. I think that statement is true. Because when I was on the dating scene, and you know, because at that time, you know, women was can ask guys to go on a date just as well as guys can ask girls. And when the girl said, hey, I want to take you on a date and I treat, oh, my goodness, the food was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. Yeah, because you was ordering from the left side of the menu. Yeah, you, you treat me. Oh, yeah, let me. Uh, lobster. And yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> fact, I go to the restaurant that don't have the prices on the menu. <laughs> yeah, buddy, that's what I do. That's what I do. So anyway, when they got the bill, it costs a lot of money. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. That's just the way I was. All right. Well, so then that, that statement is true to me because food tastes better uh, when I don't have to pay for it. All right. So let's go ahead and go with our very next question of the shop. All right. And the question is, do you have to say your grace when you eat leftovers, since you already said it when you first ate it. <laughs> so that's what I want to know. Do you have to say grace over leftovers? All right. I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to tell you why I'm going to say yes. Okay. All right. Tell me why. Okay. See, when food is freshly prepared, you feel good about it. But it was prepared some other day and been sitting around. You better pray over that food. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it's some three-day-old greens. 
it better be a long prayer. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. I understand. Okay, so in other words, I guess we better suspension been set out for a while. Oh, okay, I get that. I get that. All right, so let's see what else we have here. Let's go with our very next questions. Let me pull it up because I wrote it all down for the shot. What do you say when your girl or wife asks you a question? Does this make me look fat? There's only one answer. It don't matter what you see. There's only one answer. What's the answer? No. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> care how it makes her look. There's only one answer. No. Okay. <laughs> see, 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 I, 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 I struggle with this because I, I, I disagree with that. Because I think honesty is the best policy. And I do not want to lie to my wife. And so I try to figure out multiple ways to answer that question without lying. You know, because I, I know I, I have said to her when she said, does this make me look fat? And I go, uh, from which angle? <laughs> <laughs> or, no, it's not the outfit that's making you look fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the truth is, there's only one answer. That answer is no. Well, all right. That is absolutely correct. But it is still a true answer in my question, in my, in my case, because my wife is beautiful and still the sexiest lady on the universe. That yes. is correct. Women do not mind if you tell a thin lie. <laughs> this is the thin lie. <laughs> well, let me think about that one. <laughs> you want to tell the thin lie. And maybe you don't have to tell the thin lie. Maybe it doesn't make a look. But if it does, you tell the thin lie. Oh no, my no, you do not look fat. No. Okay, whatever. Like I said, in my case, I don't have to tell a lot of thin lines. She is just as sexy as they is. She is, but I'm messing. But okay, Casey, mm -hmm. you know, that is the question that came up in the shot. And I think I have fulfilled my promise of letting the people know that we was going to answer it on our podcast. So that is the conclusion of all the questions that were said in the barbershop. I think it was discussed. a lively day in the shop. Oh, it was, it was a lively day, but I think it is time for us to move on. And let's do that. So let me just go ahead and uh, go to our agenda, see what else I was talking about uh, in the shop. Oh, before we go forward, I do not want to forget, I want to take a break here and pause to recognize our sponsor. Uh, and in fact, our first sponsor is Out The Way uh, Studio. That is the studio where we do our podcast. And also, they make custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. And if you would like to get some information about your uh, custom-made apparel or T-shirts, please email King Cap, and Cap is with a K. It is King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com for more information. Now, also, Casey, I realized that you have actually ordered some stuff uh, from Out the Way Apparels. Several apparel. Uh, I've had them customize uh, my face mask. You know, now you have to wear these masks. We'll probably be wearing them for most of next year. Oh, so I have customized several masks. And every time I do, oh, where did you get that? And I tell them kingcat317 at gmail.com. All right. All right. That is a shout out for our sponsor. Now, our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. And in fact, I have to say, Casey, you've been a, a faithful customer over the years, and we are thankful for your service. Oh, no, 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 no I want to blank there. I, I was going to say we are thankful, but every time I look at you, Casey, there's nothing I can be thankful for. But, <laughs> <laughs> so let me restate that. No, no, on the serious side, we are very thankful that you come into your into the barbershop. 
But it's not only that he's a loyal customer, he also became a very good friend. Oh, yes. Um, I've been getting my uh, hair serviced by this master barber for 30 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that means we started when we were in our single digits. Yeah, yeah, because we were in elementary school. I got my license. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and he's just done a tremendous job. Yeah, and in fact, I, you know, if you come into the barbershop, uh, again, it's 421 on Michigan Road. Now, we do have a couple of barbers in there. Uh, one of the barbers we call Mr. Old School, you know, because he's the oldest and had the most wisdom in the shop. You should really, really, really hear about some of the comments or, or discussion points that he has. Now, one of the things that he talked about that I thought was very intriguing, he said, what is the difference between being ethical and morals? So we're going to talk about that on different podcasts, but okay. he's at that level. Yes. And we also have, uh, 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 we call Young Scoop. He's represent the, the younger generation. But then we also have a barber called First and Ten. And First the reason that we call him First and Ten, because when he get involved in the conversation, we got to continue with that conversation and get a fresh set of down. So again, <laughs> you have, have J-Raw, you have uh, Mr. Old School, First and Ten, and Young Scoop. So again, if you want good things happen to your hair, Come on in to 421 Barbershop on Michigan Road. All right. That takes care of our sponsor. But, you know, there's one of the things that you like to talk about, uh, KC, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. So I do want your comments on their performance that they did on Thursday night. Uh, well, yeah, that to me, this was the best performance they've had all year. Uh, they showed up against a quality team, and they didn't just outplay them. They actually dominated this team. Uh, I thought they did a tremendous job. Um, if Philip Rivers is not pressured at all, he can still deliver. Yeah, if he's not pressured. Right. And and the offensive line was able to keep him from being pressured in this game. But I, I think it should be noted that Tennessee doesn't have a, a strong defensive line in terms of being able to pressure the quarterback. Uh, but nonetheless, the Colts still did what they needed to do. And overall, it was their most impressive outing this year yeah uh yeah i have to agree with, i have to agree with that casey I, I thought they thought they looked very good all around you know special teams offensive defense yes uh, they won every phase yes in every phase but here's the thing that still makes me nervous first of all i'm so happy uh that i felt that they did against a quality team in their conference i thought that was fantastic but however uh when i see a team that scores that have a high score let's say within the high 20s to 30s mm -hmm. I like to see the offense produce those. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Is that I do believe at our points that the defense or the defense scored ones, the special teams scored one. So if you subtract those, our offense was just average. And then the other point I want to make is that for twenty five million dollars, twenty five million dollars, it would be nice if you could do a quarterback sneak. <laughs> yeah, they had to bring in the backup quarterback. But at the same time, you have a $25 million investment. Do you want that 38-year-old man jumping in the middle of that pile? Uh, so well, I do kind of understand that. Well, in this case, I want to take that risk because I think the backup quarterback, Jacoby, we can do the same thing with him in there, if not better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think this is definitely a better team than what Jacoby had around him last year. Mm -hmm. um, and I also uh, feel that before Jacoby got injured, he was playing at a higher level than what we've seen Philip Rivers play uh, at uh, this year. But but it is what it is. Philip Rivers is the starter. We'll have to ride with that uh, unless something changes. And so uh, we'll just have to see. Um, 
it'll be interesting going forward if we play teams that have a more significant pass rush. Mm -hmm. If he can be uh, as significant and as special as he was in this particular game. And and as you said, even with that, he wasn't dominant, but he was okay. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. And in fact, now I, I did talk to him. Um, yeah, actually, I do. No, mm -hmm. I talked to him, and he even listened to our, our podcast. And he is not particularly thrilled about some of the comments that we said about him. But you yeah. kind of turned it around today. You gave him a little prompt. Yeah. So let's see if he's going to answer the phone today. Yeah, I think he'll be faithful to us now. Let me just uh, let me just look at my phone here and pull up his number. All right. There he is. I know he's home. Yeah, he's home. I, I, he told me he's going to listen to the podcast. Yeah, and and and, and, and top, I'm looking at my iPad here, and my GPS is at his home location, so hmm. I know he's home. Well, he does have a lot of kids. I, I will say that I, he I, might I be care. busy. He has a lot of kids. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> call call him again because I told him to make call. What what's that? Let me see his number. Okay. You better pick your phone up. You better pick the phone because it's going to take our call. Come on, Phil. We're sorry, man. We just tell him the truth. I gave you some love today. Well, oh, well. All right. Forget it. Well, all right, fine. If you want to talk to us, then we don't want to talk to you. It is fine with me because, in fact, your conversation is probably boring because I heard some of your interviews. And every time I hear your interview, I end up doing this. <laughs> yes, right. How dare you not pick up our phone? My goodness. Hey, I, I do have to say, I do have to say, and I may end up eating my words by the end of the years. I thought that Hines was the worst running back in the NFL. You said he was not, and, and to give him some time. And it looks like so far this year, Casey, you were correct. Yeah, when they utilized him correctly he is extremely effective you know don't run him inside throw the ball to him out in, the, in space and it's very difficult uh for those linebackers to keep up with him yeah in fact i, I have to say that uh, he has showed that he can burn he got some burners yeah he got some speeds and it looks like to me that he developed more patience in his running instead of outrunning his blockers waiting for his blockers to set him up and then he can cut it to the outside because he's very effective when he cut it to the outside. Yeah, and, and I'll say this also. When you look at him, you know, he's kind of diminutive, uh, diminutive for a running back, but he is truly a running back. He knows how to hit the holes hard and run with some power, even though he's not that big. Yeah, he's not that big at all. But I'm going to – so far, so far, he's proved me wrong, but I still got plenty of games to go. So, <laughs> so the jury is still out on him. Well, one thing that isn't out. When you say who leads the Colts in touchdowns this season, the answer is Naheem Hines. Well, this is what I'm not going to leave out, leave out either. They're still not the solo first place in their conference. And until they do that, Hines have nothing coming because <laughs> up to this point, he was terrible. Up to this point, he was great at passing out Gatorades to Matt. But apparently, I'm going to... Back up some of my comments because he's been doing okay. All right. With that being said, what I'm going to go ahead and do is I am going to go ahead and close out. And I'm going to say this. This is J-Roz signing off. And I want to thank you. Thank our listeners. And really thank you for the comment 
that you told us last week that our audios was a little funny, and we hope that we correct that today. Now, also go ahead and, and click follow, follow because we want you to be a follower. It is our goal to get a thousand followers. So please kick on, click on the follow button. And thank you. Thank you for again listening to our podcast. And I'm going to turn it over to Casey so he can sign on. Thank you, J. Rod. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, Go, Go Mob. Mob.